Yo, 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 it's your girl Nina Capone. Welcome to the one and only Respect the Hustle. The one and only show with my boys. Mr. 3.0. Talk crazy about <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's how you feel tonight, Simmy. Hey, he came up with that. Hey, he came up with that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah, because we about to get aired out, so you want to get yours out first? I, I'm not. I'm not going air. You gonna be nice? You gonna be nice? Speak your mind. Well, no, tonight we have a special guest, so I'm, I'm gonna behave. That's good. Okay. So who are special guests tonight? Ben Truth. 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 I. I know I'm messing his name up. He can yell at me and get on the line because that's what I, I'm like a girl. It's okay. your fault. Yeah. It's our fault? Yeah. Okay. For those who know who Ben Troop, Ben Troop, hope he get called up and get it correct for us so we can say he, exactly He's probably he on the line right now. So we, without further ado, we're going to bring him in and Absolutely. not waste this hour. That's right. Um, so let's bring in our guest, uh, former NFL player, tight end. For- tight end. For the, he played for the Titans. Uh, as well as the Oakland Raiders and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Get it, get it, get it. I mean, listen, don't worry about all that. Listen, I do sports. You know what I mean? I got this. I got this. We straight. Let's let's bring let's bring our guests on the line. We've been waiting here long enough. Absolutely. Hello. Hello. Call. Hi. Hey, how y'all doing? How y'all doing tonight? All right, man. We good. We good. What's up with you, Ben? Ben, I can't call, man. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. We are excited to have you on the show this evening. Absolutely. Um, I'm fussing that dumb. I'm being a real girl tonight. So. Absolutely, because she don't know nothing about football. You have to excuse me. <laughs> she didn't know what the tight end was, so we just had a little segment where we had to know what the tight end was. You know what I mean? It's, it's okay, though. She got she got support back here, and we got you. Don't worry about it. Because if it was up to Nina, she'd be like, so how many balls did you catch? How many did you pass the ball? Did you pitch the ball? Like she wouldn't know. So we got you. Um, definitely. Um, but he's also a speaker, and I do know about being a speaker. Oh, you know, okay, so you about you on the second half? She's gonna be on the second half. So we got okay. you for the first half, and she got you for the got second. You, got you. Got you. Got you. So so definitely just to jump right into it. Um, you know, just doing a little bit of history on you. Um, you know, picking up. Uh, as far as you being uh, one of those uh, tight ends out there in the, in the league, you had the pleasure of um, catching passes from Steve McNair. How was that? Oh, man, it was epic. I mean, uh, when I got drafted, obviously I knew he was on the team. And, you know, growing up, growing up I mean, I, he, he's 10 years older than me by the time I get drafted. So, when you know, I didn't feel crazy telling him I was a fan of his. You know, but the first time I met him, um, I went straight to his camp. And I ain't never met him before. So when I go on the field to his camp, I mean, I don't know do I say, how you doing, Mr. McNair? How you doing? You know, you don't know what, you know, you don't know what to say to him, you know, because you don't want to sound like a fan even though you are. And he literally looks at me and goes, yo, Rook, go over there. Like, he pointed, go over there and play with these kids. I felt like oh, I felt like his son. But, it, but, but I think what it was, I don't think he was trying to, like, I don't think he was trying to, like, big time me or nothing like that. But it was just one of those things to where it's not like I'm going to say no. You know, if he would have told me, right. you know, go park my car or something, I would have been like, all right, which one is yours? I, I Cause I don't know what to do, right. you know. Right. And, and 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 Steve McNair was like, a, you know, going to Alcorn. I tell people this all the time. If I go to, I went to the University of Florida. You go to big time schools and you get drafted. Yeah, you good, but you had the exposure. You go to an okay. HBCU and you get drafted third to the Houston Oilers. You a baller, and he got drafted third. So I mean, I it was a respect thing though, but it was cool. It was cool people though. I appreciate it. So how was? You know, since you since you you know you you mentioned the the draft, like how was draft day for you? I know you was like the it eighth ner- pick in the it draft. Was, yeah, in the eighth it, was, round. it was ner it was nerve yeah, it was uh it was nerve wracking. Um, because everybody wants to go first round. Like everybody's thinking they're gonna go first round. And the right. thing was I got drafted uh I got drafted forty, so I got drafted the fortieth pick in the second round. I was still the first pick of the team I went to. But it's really relief, okay. man. I mean, to to people always say, when did you know you was gonna get drafted? I always say, when I got drafted. It's it's, it's not one of those, <laughs> you know. I, I wasn't like you know Floyd Mayweather saying, you know, I made a hundred million dollars, and my mom saying I was gonna be special when I was a kid. It wasn't nothing like that, man. It's <laughs> it's, it's, it's one it's one of those. It's humbling, man, because you got to think. I mean, less than one percent go go pro from college. You know, I was crazy enough to think I was gonna be one of that less than one percent. Thank God I was, but. I mean, when I go back to that day, I go, man, I would love to tell people why I got drafted and why they selected me, but I'm happy they did. But I can't tell you to this day why they chose me. Out of all the people they could have chose, they chose me, though. 
Oh, that's what's up. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, listen, I seen your hands when you was, when you was playing down in Florida, so we ain't even going to talk about that. You had some hands as a tight end, you know what I mean? You ain't got too many tight ends that got, you know, good hands like that. So I definitely got to give you your homies and props about that. So, I mean, that's that definitely one, one of the things. Um, so, you know, I mean, that's what's up. That's, that's, that's really, that's, that's good. Um, Mr. J, can you got any questions? Oh, man, I can go. I can go. I, 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 I can go. You know, I can go. Absolutely. It comes to football. I mean, you know, a lot of us. You got people who look at the the charts. They look at the the rates in history. Then you got look look at people from the entertainment perspective. Right, right, so right. When I was when I was doing my research on you, bro. I was looking at you know a few quite a few of your interviews as, as well as too. And you was kind of breaking down um, the the experience that you was having. For one, getting drafted like you just uh, shared shared with us a few moments ago. But the whole process of being able to retire. During that time, I know I'm probably kind of jumping the gun, but um, I watch when I watched a few of your uh, interviews, you kind of was real passionate about that, and um, you know, just just share. I had a, quite a few people asking questions about that. Why did you retire, and what made that process so simple? Because you was real passionate about it when you were sharing it. So, you know, can you can you kind of build on that process from the, the moment you was drafted in? to the time, to the transition that you were able to take that step to go ahead and retire? Yeah, well, you know, I think my, um, I never ever cared about um, most football players. They care about accolades. They care about recognition. They care about the things that come with it. I always was like, look, man, I wanted to be the I wanted to be the first guy drafted to the team I went to. I did that. I wanted to be the first guy drafted from the college I came from. I did that. I wanted to walk away on my own terms because at the end of the day, it took me going to the NFL to realize, man, like, I mean, football is just a part of me. It ain't all of me. And I'm not judging guys who make it their whole life, but it was just a part of my life. And then once you realize that I wanted to walk away kind of like knowing that I could still play. I ain't want no coach telling me you got to take a pay cut or you've lost a step. I mean, I, you know, I retired at 26 years old, so I still had a lot left in me. But, I mean, I realized, man, my, you know, I think what was meant for me was greater than this. So when I went to – the Arizona Cardinals, um, they, 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 uh, I worked out for them, and they wanted to sign me. They had the general manager, the president, the head coach, office, all, the, all these people out here wanted me to sign. And once I realized uh, that, I, that they really wanted me, I said I could walk away. I mean, because that way, I, I, I think my biggest accomplishment is people asking me why I walked away. Because mm-hmm. compared to saying, "Hey, man, you, you know, you should have walked away a lot longer." You know, I ain't, you know how like you know you can still play, but you old. You just right. collecting the check and. And people only going to remember you based off when they last saw you. Ain't nobody going to be talking about, okay. you know, there are people that saw Mike. <laughs> there are people that remember Mike Michael Jordan from his last play in the finals, but some people remember him when he played for the Wizards. I ain't want to be that. Okay. I ain't want to be that, that, hey, dude, man, you still got a jump shot, but, you you know, but you, you know, you kind of like stealing out here. So I'd rather walk away and people go, hey, man, what happened to you? Which means, like, you stealing the hearts and minds of people. But it was – um. And at the end of the day, man, I mean, football is an opportunity. Everybody will tell you it's a career. It's not careers. It's something you could do forever. And plus, man, I mean, at the, you know, I got a chance to do it. You know, it's not as if right, right, I didn't right. get to go out there and put my best foot forward. And plus, I don't have no – um, I don't have – you know how you got these players that they played in the league and they, you know, they can't even talk about it. They think the league owe them something. Man, they never had to call my name, man, 2004. So I, I appreciate the opportunity. But the fact that I can walk away, man, and – and people be like, well, Ben, you could have did this, you could have did that. Like, yeah, I could have. But, I mean, you know, my, my peace of mind and health is far more important than running around for 32 billionaires that okay. don't really care about me anyway, <laughs> man. I mean, if we're going to keep it 100, they yeah. don't care about me like that. So, yeah, but it was cool, though, man. Walking away on my own terms was probably the best thing I did, you know, outside of the fact that I got to live a dream. Okay. Awesome, awesome. So just jumping ahead, we're going to move ahead with this. Now we're going to go to the part that I do know. <laughs> now that you're, you're a speaker, so I'm a speaker as well. So that, of course, I was intrigued by that part. So going from, see, I went from being a rapper to a speaker. So I want to know, like, what was the transition from you becoming a football, you know, you were a football player to becoming a speaker, to getting out here, to be able to uh, speak to the public, like, what are, you, what are your topics? What are you really uh, – who's your audience, and what are you trying to do when you're speaking? Well, my audience, I mean, it's obviously it started off um, in college just going to speak to the youth. And um, as I as my career grew um, in football, and my, you know, and uh, my recognition grew because people knew who I was, 
Um, I just developed a passion for it, man. When you understand that, you know, the biggest fear of people is public speaking. And they ain't getting shot, stabbed, drowning. It's standing in front right. of people and speaking. Um, I realize that a lot of people, man, they have a voice, but they're scared to use it. They, and, and, I, and I am them. We are one and the same. I just I always tell people I get to tell the truth by telling my truth. So as many people that have okay. me, because I used, to, I used to really, really, like, limit myself as far as, like, who I would speak to. I kept it I kept it around like comfortable audiences. But then I started right, speaking at okay. Fortune five hundred you know, I kept it I started speaking to Fortune five hundred companies and all these different places and what I realized was is football gets me in the door because people hear NFL and that gets me in the door. Then once I get in there, I'm here to tell you what I'm here to tell you. Because it makes no sense for me to talk to people at, you know, at uh at Chick fil A Corporate Center in Atlanta, Georgia about scoring touchdowns. That that's not gonna help right. them. But I can translate the fact that, like, when I tell people I use failure as a tool, I ain't scared of losing, that the reason why, you know, I represent, you know, impossibility. I don't want what the world told me I can have. I want, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to be like a, you know, like a trailblazer, be able to, and I might, you know, and in, and in that in that process, because you got to think, man, listen, when you, you know how it is, man, you know, us as black people, man, we understand that people are intrigued by us, because when they meet me, I say, listen, I don't sing or dance or nothing. You know, they be like, you been? And I go, yeah. And they, they expected me to break out into a tap dance or something. I'm like, nah, I don't do that. And and uh, I think the biggest thing that helped me was um, I heard Jay-Z say something one time, like, you know, with all the rapping that he does, he said, I heard him say, you know people died for equal pay, right? You know when I work, I'm not your slave, right? I ain't shooking and jiving and high-fiving. You know the same back in the day. And that is me. I don't shook. I don't jive. I don't high-five. <laughs> I tell people what it is. And then when people get, <laughs> yeah, because you got to think. I get highly scrutinized more by the people that look like me compared to people that don't. And I and it's supposed to happen that way. You're supposed to be like, uh-huh. dude, when I saw you on TV, they had you, they don't, you know, I think I'm on TV long enough for me to say, hey, Ben, they want you to be in a dress, not doing it. Nah, you're not going right, to have right. me out here. And And the public speaking opens up so much stuff, man, because, Absolutely. I get I get booked by somebody in the audience that's listening to me. You know, it's somebody in the audience. Hey, then I want you to come speak here, speak here. And you know, I did it so long for free, to the point where one day, you know, I was like, man, I can't do this. I can't do no more free gigs, man, because I mean, I got bills. Right. I can't be doing this out here. Right. And you know, but at the same time, um, you, I just take it as it comes, man. I mean, I, you know, I consider myself more a storyteller than a speaker because. I try to tell, I try to use my life experiences to tell people, man, listen, dude, when your life is over, man, ain't nobody going to care what happened to you. They're going to care about what you did. They're going to care, like, what right. did you do? So it's fun, though. I mean, like you say, transitioning from, you know, like you say, you transition from a rapper to a speaker. I transitioned from an athlete to a to a speaker. And, they, and, I, can, and I had to learn I can't run from what I used to be. Because people going to know, right. people going to recognize me as that. But. I use that as a means to, you know, open up other doors. But it's fun, though. I mean, the speaking aspect of it is fun because I do Q&As. I, did, I didn't okay. do it at first, but I do Q&As at the end, and you get some of the craziest questions uh, <laughs> in the world. But, but, at the same time, oh, yeah. but at the same time, I want people to, I want people to really walk away from this thing knowing that, you know, you know, Ben is a regular dude, man. You know, I, I always tell you all the time, at the end of the day, man, we ordinary people, man. Our lives should be extraordinary, though. Your life should be a far extension of what we are. You know what I'm saying? So that's, right, what, right. that's what I try to leave with people, man. It's fun. It's, 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 as, and listen, as much as I would love to think that as black and brown people, we don't represent one another, we do. I mean, as much as we try to run from them, we do. So, so much is given, much required, man. I try, you know, when I stand up on that stage, man, I mean, it brings me more joy than running out on Sunday afternoons and Saturday afternoons as a football player. <laughs> it's better than that. So, and because, because, because I don't control the audience. I don't control their feelings and thoughts, but hopefully somebody say resonate with them. And, you know, I, I mean, like I say, man, I, I'm still getting booked, man, so I must be doing something right, I guess. So, so let me ask you a little bit about that. I mean, one of the things I've also struggled with is, Getting on that stage, not knowing. I, I speak on technology. I'm also a technologist. So being one of uh, three black women in the industry um, in my league, um, I feel like you know sometimes I get up there. I'm hood. So when I you know I, I came from hip hop. So when I get on the stage, I have a problem transitioning into proper English. I would say. Um, so I'm. Sure you gotta like, keep the hood there sometimes. <laughs> you know, sometimes I'm the like, words slip. You know what I'm saying, bro? I'm so hood. <laughs> 
you know, and I get on the stage and I get to talk. And she I'm be like, thinking she's yeah. doing bars. And they, they look at me like, <laughs> how, do you, how, do you, how do you feel like, you know, and I, I've adopted that in my speaking with, you know, just who I am. It's my personality. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to um, California to speak. Um, I'm doing big things, but at the same time, I still get nervous. I still have all the butterflies in my stomach because I feel like, you know, I'm out of place. Do you ever at any time, any point in time, you know, hit the stage and say, oh, my God, look at this crowd. This is not my audience. I'm out of place. How do you deal with uh, that? How do you I, handle I, I, you, I used to. I used to. But then I realized, too, um, authenticity is what makes me me, what's, what, is what makes you you. Like, if I'm trying to sound right. like somebody else, I'm not me. And I, you know, I want my accent to come out. I want people to be like, where is he from? But I always look at it like this. I'd rather them be looking at me than me looking at them. You know, I'd rather me right. be up there than somebody else because you got to think, you know, you being you coming from the element that you come. Listen, we, it's like you coming from where you coming from makes you authentic because people going wait because somebody gonna say wait a minute you used to be a rapper you be like and you go no I'm always a rapper but I could, but this is another this is an extension of me <laughs> like you know it's 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 like I think when we we we're taught to once we transition to try to get so far away from what paved the way because think about it without hip hop you don't even you don't even become this in a sense right so authenticity is what you want like when I'm standing up there. I see, you got to think. We already got them when you think about it, because they think, "Oh, what is she gonna say? What is he gonna say?" Right. But I always say, "Man," I, but I but I always let them know, man. I said, "Listen, I go. If less than one percent of what I chose to do make it to what I chose to do, and I'm the one that that got to do it, you can never right. do what I've done. I could anybody in this anybody in this audience. I, I could just make the right. decision and do it. I say, and think about it. You were at the highest level. I said, think about this. You were at the highest level, and you chose to walk away. I chose to walk away." And these people are benefiting from, you know, what's on our what's on our mind. I, I think that don't run from it. Listen, if you start spitting bars halfway doing this, halfway doing this, that's just you. <laughs> I guarantee you, you just gotta, surprised. you just gotta. And, and I always know this: somebody in that audience wants to do what you're doing. They they right. can't do it how you're doing. It's almost like basketball players and football players. The reason why we start rapping because we we got enough money to get studios. We are not rappers. I love it. Right. I love right. Damian Lillard. They need to stick the basket, but that is not what you do. And people only go listen because of who they are. But behind the scenes, exactly. if you really knew Kobe, you would say, Kobe, that is whack. Damian, that is awful. <laughs> because, because what happens is, and this is another thing I learned too, I appreciate the craft of being a speaker. I don't think just because I can articulate my words and my thoughts that makes me a speaker, I don't believe that's what it does. Can you, right. can you resonate with the audience? And I appreciate right. the craft of it. So for somebody to say, oh, I can do what she does, you're like, nah, you probably can try to do what she do, but you can't do what right. she does. And so I, right. I say right. don't run, because you got to think, the minute you go up there and you're not trying to sound hood and you're not trying to be you, it's almost like then, then you know, you shortchanging those people. You know what I'm saying? You, those people that exactly. hear right. what you got to say. And like I say, I would love to hear you start spitting bars. I'm like, wait a minute, she and think about it. You I know got what? to know hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen, listen. You, know so. you ain't gotta you ain't gotta wait long for it. Just follow Nina Capone. <laughs> She'll be giving that interview and the next thing you know, sixteen bars that come out and you didn't even know what happened. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, yo, it's 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 amazing. She she influenced me to do this right here today. This like sis the the feedback off of what you're saying, like how you was out there, there's somebody out there that wanted to I always for for years. I looked at Nina Capone and said, man, I can do this radio thing. But I always say, I'm just going to call in, be one of the little guests, now, and now look where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? So it's, right, it's right. definitely somebody out there that's paying attention to <laughs> what sure, people man. doing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She was, yeah. she was, yeah. I met her as a rapper, though. I didn't even know she was the motivated speaker. I, I was cursing him out. I, you know what I mean? Like, I, I met her as a rapper. I didn't, I didn't meet her as a motivated speaker to set there. And I heard her speak one day. I was like, that's what's up. Then I heard her speak again. It was like, wait, did she do bars in the middle of that? Wait a minute. Like, I almost felt like, because I'm her choreographer, so I almost felt like I had to come up with a routine to what she had going on. Like, for real. <laughs> but that's just what it is, you know, and it's, it's, it's part of motivation. And that, that's awesome. So, so Ben, being out there, being a speaker, just going out and, and talking to young people, could you just share one of the experiences of um, being able, like, just having that moment when you reach somebody, I mean, I've personally had a moment where I reached somebody where she made me cry, and 
it kind of mm-hmm. threw me off. Could you share one of those moments? Because I know you had one where you like touched somebody's life and changed it, and you know, without even trying. Um, a lot of people don't know um, from the aspect of being a speaker what that really means to us as we mm-hmm. go home and walk away that night. So if you could just share a little bit with the audience about that. Uh, yeah, I was speaking. Um, I was speaking at a high school one time. And uh, I was telling them that sometimes, you know, uh, you don't get the opportunity to, to walk behind somebody. You got to pave the way for somebody else. Like, you have to be the first. And I go, you know, being the first is always what always means you have to go through the bumps and the bruises of trying to figure out the way to go, mm-hmm. to open up doors to somebody else. So what happened was there was a young man, and he was getting recruited by the University of Virginia. And, um, you know, he was, you know, he come from, he ain't come from the best background like most of us don't. He didn't come from the best home life like most of us don't. And then after, at the end of it, he got mad because some of the kids was, was talking when I was talking or whatever. So he kind of stood up. And he was like, you know, being troopers here, man, when he gets paid to do this and this man ain't charging us a dime to come do this and y'all disrespect. And I told him it's cool. And he told me, like, what can I do? And I said, well, you just did it. I go, you speaking up for me is like you letting me know the type of individual you are and he and at the end right. he was like, like telling me like how Mr. Trooper I'm not going to let you down I kept telling him man you can't let me down partner don't let down the people that's only going to make it if you make it like certain people right. are only going to make it if certain people and I think that he didn't understand that till I told him I said dude certain people only make it because you make it their whole life is predicated on if you make it even me and there are some people that said well I'm I'm a I'm a son and a, and a, you know I'm a I'm a cousin and an uncle and all these things, and it brought tears to his eyes because he said ain't nobody ever told him that he means more to people than he know. I said, well, dude, I said you got to think, man. The people that celebrate you, and the people that hate you, most of the time they're the same person. You just don't know right. that. And uh-huh. and I go and I'm telling him, I said, listen, I said the reason why I love being an athlete, the people that don't like to see me play and the people that love to see me play, they both in the stands because they both got to know what I do in order to give me the type of feedback they think is going to resonate with me. So I think it really touched me because he understood in that moment that he matters. See, most people don't think they matter. He, right. thinks, you know, if he if he's going on thinking. He judged his whole life based on his shortcomings or what he didn't mm-hmm. accomplish. I say, dude, the University of Virginia came all the way down here to see you. And I go, it's up to you. I say, but you make it or not make it would determine if somebody else make it. And, you know, you could tell that, like, he he, he really, really wanted me to know that he wasn't going to let me down. I say, man, I go, dude, I say, listen, to me, you're going to make it. How you make it is important to me, though. It's how you make it. I don't care what you're doing, man. As long as as long as long it ain't putting you in jail, man, as long as it ain't causing somebody else strife. And I think that in that moment, you realize that your words are more than words. Like, I consider myself, uh, you know, like a sculptor. But I paint, but I paint, I paint, or I sculpt through my words. You know, I try to paint pictures with them, and you know how it is. As, as most of the time when you're speaking, you don't know if people are getting what you're saying, but that young right. dude, he gave me a perspective that I needed as a speaker. Because, you know, sometimes you're like, oh, is this what I'm really supposed to be doing or should I? You know, am I really fooling <laughs> myself or kidding myself? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And, but uh, yeah. but uh, everybody needs validation. I mean, no matter what we say. And Absolutely. he gave me that validation, man, because he, he kept, he, you know, he's like, well, Mr. Troop, I know he kept saying, I know you don't care if I don't let you down, but I'm not going to let you down. It's almost like, it's like he's my little brother. Looking at me right. saying, "Hey man, I'm gonna make you proud of me." So yeah, I mean, I've had I've had dozens of experiences with people, man. To to you know, but that one really resonated with me because you can tell that I could be the reason why this boy chose to go to college and stay home. I could be right. the reason okay. why just from just okay. from pushing him. And I told him, man, I said, "Look, dude, I said all you got to do is understand, my G, that when it comes to us, when it comes to people that look like you and look like me, doing the mm-hmm. extra has to be our normal. We can't." We can't do the regular do regular things and expect to do great things. Being great has to be our normal. That just has to exactly. be how we are as individuals. But uh, it's it's great though, man. I mean that 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 young dude, he really gave me what I needed, man. Because you know sometimes you do what you do so long, you lose that you know you lose that uh, that energy and that drive and that push that you That's had. Right. And sometimes That's you know you got to you know he gave me that act right that I needed. So you know I. I appreciate he did more for me than I did for him, you know, even if he wouldn't believe me if I told him that. Wow, that's what's up. Wow, wow. That's, that's, awesome. that's good. That's good. So, wow. See, I needed that because I was sad earlier because 
Jay told me he wasn't coming, and I wasn't sure this guy was coming. I wasn't going to put him out there, but I am now. This is crazy. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> we, 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 listen, we, this man is, he shares a positive stuff. Well, I wasn't coming. He influenced me. Now I'm, I'm happy. You happy now? I'm glad we still, you know. Are you happy because we're here? I'm happy because y'all here. See, I love my guys. Like, they don't know that I do. I really do. I appreciate them. Um, They definitely motivate me to continue to do the show, and to continue to speak and be out here doing all of these things. And you know, I'm always proud of you. I That's love my y'all. favorite thing. Y'all don't know. Even if I curse y'all out, I still love y'all. Right, right. No, I mean, I know how to turn my phone off. Everybody again. <laughs> so, Ben, we got issues. My phone is off because of Nina Capone. Everybody got to understand that. You know what I mean? But yeah, Ben, um, one, one, of the, uh, one, one of the main questions. I did a survey earlier prior to the show. And um, I just was asking some of the, the fans and some of the, you know, uh, people who's really into the sports and things about the current state of the NFL right now. And um, I, I truly felt that you would definitely be the primary, um, you know, person that can share because you have that experience, you've been through that experience, right. being involved in the NFL and through the whole process from then till now, um, the current state of uh, the NFL currently right now, what's been going on. Um, what's your take on that? And I, I'm pretty sure a lot of people ask you that question, but I would definitely like to uh, to hear you, you know, share your piece on on this whole this whole thing that's going on in the current state of the NFL now. Um, I would say that um, I would, well, I'm a, I'm proud of the, I'm proud of the players. I mean, I'm proud of a guy like Colin Kaepernick. I always said I think the guys like I think he's going to be celebrated as a hero one day, man. I mean, you know, not maybe not in the same light as a as a Martin Luther King Jr. or Malcolm X, but you got to think. I mean, people. You know, if I'm in the NFL right now, man, I'm telling these players, man, I said, listen, when you really, really think about it, I say, as black athletes, don't let them tell our story, dude. You can't let them control the narrative. Yeah. Some of us, right. some of us going to be casualties in this thing. Some of us going to lose uh-huh. sponsorships, endorsements. Think about it like this. We, the NFL employs domestic, domestic violence uh, abusers, they, uh, drug addicts, drunks, all this. Cam mm-hmm. Newton said something about that lady that he shouldn't have said that he lost his sponsorship. He said one thing, mm-hmm. but they're trying to show Cam, and they're trying to show, listen, people that look like us, look, dude, we're going to try to control y'all. I, I would tell them yeah. it has been hijacked. If Think about mm-hmm. it. How are you going to tell me it's something that has never been about? If it's never been about the anthem, if it's never been, never been about, if it's never been about the, uh, the flag or the military, because the president comes out and says it's about those things on the whole, it ain't never been about what we're trying to make. That's that's the that is the plight of black people. We just have, and they say, well, these are a bunch of spoiled millionaires. On it, it ain't that they spoil. Is that seventy percent of the NFL is black? Seventy percent. Right. Mm-hmm. So what right. happens is, so what happens is, um, Colin Kaepernick did a protest the right way. He didn't tell his teammates to get involved. He didn't tell the NFL. He did it during the preseason. Somebody, some cameraman put it on him, and now, and now it's almost like it's almost like I look at it like this: if you're in the NFL right now, and you don't, and you got black or brown skin, look, you need to stand for something to fall for anything. If you let them control you, they gonna control you. And uh-huh. I just think it's gonna take it's gonna take a player like Cam Newton, a player that no, no, it's gonna take a player like Dez Bryant for the Dallas Cowboys mm-hmm. to look at Jerry Jones, the owner, and say, I'm gonna kneel. And I'm gonna see what you're gonna do. Let's let's see what your next move gonna be because right. I yeah. just look I just look at it I just look at it as it's so much bigger than the game of football. I think football is just a parallel of life. You know how it is. They gonna tell us that's like if I say something is racist, a white man gonna tell me no, Ben, you just in your feelings. No. You and your don't tell me what I what I know it is. You can't tell me right. my experiences because I always say this. White people love America, black people just live here. We just live. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. Our experience is different. So as far as like the NFL, think about it. The president comes at the president comes at who he who he knows is gonna resonate with America. Well, I can't really come at the NBA because it's about the player. The NFL is about right. the NFL shield. So when he says those are friends of mine, he's talking about the owners, the billionaires, they're friends of mine. And it looked like at one point the um the owners was coming together when it came to the players. Now they're trying to protect their bottom line, which that which the almighty right. guy. But now you're trying to see how they really think, man, because you got to think. I go, I go. Well, you know, um, I would love to say that this this type of stuff uh, is new to me, but I go, hey man, you can't fool me, man. Like, like right. I said, I said, uh, I said, I'm tired of being. I said, I'm tired of signing my name on the on the on the right side of a check. I want my name to be 
you know, uh, printed on the left side. Because the guy that got his name printed on the left side, he controls stuff. He, he controls right, 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 right. So I just, I just hope these players, I hope these players, man, don't stop doing it, man, because it's going to look like a publicity stunt if they stop. And I know right, that's right. unfortunate, but I'm thinking to myself, dude, don't I, when you think about it, when somebody asked me before, I said, listen, man, to be quite honest, when you talk about patriotism, the only reason why I stood up for the anthem, not saying I don't, I love my country, but I stood up for the anthem because somebody told me to. I put my hand on my heart because somebody told me to. I don't know what I'm really doing. You know, like, like, think I about it. Like, I'm a kid. <laughs> think about it. Yeah, I, listen, I, I said, listen, I learned the anthem no different than how I learned the ABCs. They, they sung the song long enough that I learned the words. Mm-hmm. Somebody sung the ABCs right. long enough that I learned it. So right. when they talk about patriotism, they trying to tell us, yeah, you have a right to protest, but there's a time and a place. But yet they can't tell us a time and a place. They can't yeah. tell us what could have been done better. Because what happens is this. Tyler Kaepernick did something that the NFL don't like. He controlled the narrative. He controlled, yeah. and, and they took something that was the NFL, and it became global. So I just hope that I'm proud of the players, man, but I hope they understand that this is something that's bigger than them. You know what I'm saying? That, yeah. You know, this is something that 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 from generations to come, man, you got to let you got to let people know that listen, man, you either an individual or you a follower. You either you either somebody or you a bunch of nobody's posing as a somebody. Period. You don't get right. no you don't get no in between. And I know everybody ain't gonna get it, but I think the if Colin Kaepernick gave a million dollars of his money when he played and gave a million dollars when he's no longer in NFL, he put his money where his he put his money what his beliefs were. And most dudes ain't yeah. doing it. You know, most dudes ain't finna give he a did. dollar. So I'm proud of him though, man. I just hope that guys like Michael Bennett of the Seattle Seahawks and Malcolm Malcolm uh, Malcolm Jenkins of the Philadelphia Eagles and, you know, rich people like Richard Sherman and guys that really that really care about it that they willing to right. lose playing time, money and prestige for something greater than themselves. Which I, I hope they are, but it's easy for me to say it because I'm not in a position right now. But I think some of those dudes gonna do that too. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it started. I mean, it, it's a it's a great movement. I, I believe you know um, that stand just standing tall on something and what you believe in. I think it's not enough of us, especially in uh, as role models. People who are in those power those power positions are not standing yeah. tall. Um, to see it happening now literally brings joy to my heart. Um, just to see it actually happening. I mean, you just want to you like what 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 happened? Let me turn back. I'm on social media scrolling like, "Oh shit, that just happened." And then she so, get emotional real quick. I get so. emotional and start crying because <laughs> girl. <laughs> but, no, cuz you need to go <laughs> home. No, it's cool. It's cool. I mean, it's cool. I mean, I I I mean, listen. I I I applaud them. I mean, cuz you got to think, man, like most of the time we don't know how big of an influence we are. We thinking I'm just right. right. kneeling and next thing you know, people start saying, Hey man, you need to stop doing that or you need to do this this way or that way. And I go, Well, I always say this. Whenever somebody goes, Well being they should have done it another way, I say, Okay, whatever that way is, you do. They already right, got that right. way. So don't exactly. yeah. that's almost, that's almost like that's almost like that's almost like if I speak like this, they say, Man, I think you ought to speak like this or talk like that. No, you talk like that. You do it, right? And as a speaker, you get it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because, and what it, what it is is what I said before was uh, when I asked about this. I go to me. I said all these. I said all these boys, all these players walk around. You know, what I'm saying they puppets. They cut the strings. They Pinocchio. They real right. people. They got tired of somebody somebody doing it for them. And I think that's the biggest thing. Now, athletes are more informed. They they understand okay. like what they're doing. Cause think about it. Right. People put a mic right. in front of their face because they don't think they can articulate what they're doing, and when they can, they go, "Okay, they know what they're doing. Let me let me come at them." They want to move the mic. Right, right, I think that's what I think. That's almost like that's almost like uh, that's almost like um, you know, when it comes to us, man, they can't say what they really want to say, so they got to come right. at you another way. But I tell them, I said, uh, I go listen. I say. I say, man, I say, uh, the story of black people to me is very simple, man. We've done so much for so long with so little that we can do anything with nothing. That's what we do. That's what we do <laughs> right. every single day. So what happens is if I'm running a race and you move my you move my finish line, they say, you know that dude's still across the finish line, right? Like, well, we moved it. He found it right. and he crossed it. Because that's, right. <laughs> that's what we do. So I just think oh, that they're trying to move the finish line. They're trying to move the finish line again, right? Mm-hmm. But I go, but I go. I always say this, man, and people get mad at me. I go, 
What is white mediocrity without black excellence? It's nothing. Because that's what we do. Like, think about exactly. it. White mediocrity happens all over television, all around the world. Then you drop a little, you drop a little sauce in there, and here come the black excellence. That and that's just right. that's just true in all forms. I go, hmm. I go, the reason why Martin Luther King Jr. really got assassinated back in the day was because at one point he was more popular than the president. He was more right. popular right. than him. Can't have that. <laughs> Can't have him walk around. So, you know, so I, I just go, I just go, don't lower the bar to meet the mediocrity set by, you know, the establishment. Just maintain your excellence. Just, I mean, mm-hmm. that's all you really got to do to me because they trying to pull us down. Now the president really think, what would the president be without two of this dude? Oof, what would he be without it? <laughs> but then again, but, but, but think about this, though. But when, I, when I say white mediocrity, how did he really become president? Top saying Barack Obama wasn't, you know, born in America. That's how he really got his say. He wasn't the apprentice. He got, he going right. nationally because everybody don't watch TV. But now, he, think about it. He won't comment on what happened in Charlottesville, but he will talk about Jamel Hill. Oh, she works for ESPN. Mm-hmm. She's black. Oh, he will talk about Colin Kaepernick. Oh, he's black. He's in the NFL. He will talk about the Mexican uh, judge who who wouldn't uh, who said he probably can't do his job. So if anybody who was black mm-hmm. of brown descent, oh, he coming at us. But what he didn't realize was, hey, dude, LeBron James called you a bum. He coming back at you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they so are. I, 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 oh yeah, man. Hey, but he set himself Bad up for that, and I think that you know I, I, he set himself up for that. Though. When LeBron said, I said, yeah, hey, absolutely. Bro. That's how you feel. That's how you know. Then Puff, De- Puff Daddy followed behind that. And then the one, one, what's his name? That didn't want to go to his house. He was like, I don't want to go to the White oh, House. Oh, you talk about uh, Steve, uh, Steph Curry. Steph Curry. Steph Curry. Steph Curry. Steph Curry. Steph Curry. Like, Steph listen, Curry. Man, I, 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 I skipped that. I that White House experience. I'm cool. I ain't worried. About, I got my ring. Yeah. Peace out. And ain't nobody Good going. And ain't nobody really going. Out. The, w, the WNBA champions ain't going. The, 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 right. the University of North Carolina, they ain't going. Cause you got the thing too now. I mean, yeah, going to the White House is prestigious. Depending on who occupying it, you know exactly. when Brockton was there, everybody trying to go. But, right. You know, right. And, and Steph, and Steph said, "Well, he keeps, Steph said, well, I already went anyway. I went two years ago." <laughs> <laughs> so it's cool. Yeah, uh, you know what, yo, he really you know what killed the alone. He, like, he killed the alone. alone. <laughs> yeah, he's he like, "Yo, come on, man! Like this ain't my first chip. This ain't my first time." You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, it's man. Simple. Of course, I, you know. I mean, and that, and that, and so I just think that uh, as long as um. As long as these players, and not just football, but all across, as long as they understand, man, that you're doing something greater, it's bigger than just what you do athletically. People watching okay. every move you make now, man, and it, and, it, right, and, it's, right, and that right. microscope supposed to supposed to be put on them. But uh, hey, man, I think you're in a good direction, man. I think you got very very informed athletes these days. I mean, even listen, even entertainers. I mean, right. When you really really think about it, Jay Z, man. He's he's he changed the face of hip hop in my opinion because he's doing conscious rapping now. Like like when you talking about OJ, he letting OJ come on OJ. That song, is like, you know that song. He but he, he used OJ as the barometer. But what he's telling you is, hey, you can't run from this. You think right, because right. you live in the hills and making money, you think because you got a little prestige, okay? Yeah. Let the police come to your house. Watch what happens. Yeah, so, I like that, man. Oh, I, I, I like that. I like. Uh, I like. I like us. Uh, you know, stepping up for each other, man. Because sometimes, man, we don't know the way, man. We need people that's had money for a long time, been famous. Because I always say this: as great as Beyonce is, Jay Z been Jay Z. He was Jay Z right. way before she was Beyonce. Not saying that mm-hmm. he hit jackpot. I'm not saying that, but you know. <laughs> 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 So you definitely, I mean, I definitely hear that 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 country lingo in the in the in the language. You know what I mean? I already know you from Georgia. I live down there, so I, I listen. I, I get it. I get it. I hear that Georgia in you. I hear that. Georgia yeah, y'all y'all sound like y'all from like uh, like y'all sound like Jersey, New York. That's what it just sounds like. The thing is, now we fully all day, but it, you know. I, Georgia. I was out there with DJ Tay Rock. Well, I, li- I, I lived out there for seven years, man. I was I was out there in um like up north. Y'all, y'all got that y'all got that up north. Well, I'm gonna say that y'all got that up north playing y'all. I, I lived in New York for a little while. So <laughs> yeah, New York, you, Jersey, Philly. You got that Atlanta, you got that Atlanta lingo. <laughs> yeah, exactly, 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 exactly. 
So Ben, so what do you have going on now? I mean, besides the speaking, what else are you are you into? Anything else developing? Any secrets you keeping from me right now? I don't want to have to come. Nah, come nah I'm at, I actually, I actually, that's crazy. Nah, I actually do radio now too. I actually do radio now too. I do sports radio now, so you know I'm doing that now. So you know I got like I got a day job as they would say. So you know that's what I do during the day now. I do like a sports radio. And it's fun, man. I mean, it's fun being able to talk sports because, you know, you talk, you know, uh, I work with two gentlemen, man, that's really, you know, helping me learn how, you know, to do things in a proper manner. But the only reason why I can work while I work is because I don't have to stop doing what I'm doing. Like, I'm always going to be a, a speaker. As long as I don't, I'm not going to stop doing that to do something else. So because they understand what I do, yeah, man, I get to okay. work with them on a the day-to-day. So, you know, it's pretty cool. Awesome. Let us know about the radio show, man. We call in and support. Yeah, I want to. Oh yeah, man, I definitely, uh, definitely, um, you know, well, definitely, yeah. uh, you, you want to interview You can go to the, um, <laughs> go to the, go. You can go to the ESPN app, man. Uh, download the ESPN app. Uh, uh-huh. go to uh, listens. Go to listens and look for uh, look for Coastal Georgia, and you'll see me on that three and out, man. It'll be it'll be me and two white guys next to me, man. You can't miss me. I mean, you, you pretty much aired out uh, a lot. The, the main thing that people was really was focused on. The right. state of you motivated me. And not only that, you add a little bit of motivation and, and, and you know, in the mix of that, being right. so that you are a motivation, not only motivational speaker, I feel like an inspirational speaker because when I listen to your inter- interviews, I got inspired by the, the energy that you was putting out there, you know, um, and how uh, from the heart that you was with it, you know, when you got tired and you felt like it was time to move on, then that's just what it was. Nobody could, you know, tell you different, you know what I'm saying? So. Um, I, I mean, I commend that. Yeah, because yeah, we look. I, I've seen a lot of interviews where people, <laughs> where where people they had to go out because they had three ACL torns and stuff like that. Those interviews are why you had to retire and retiring at 26 because you just wanted to move wanted on to, to the next platform. Right. Is 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 definitely definitely got to be a blessing. Well, the right. energy that he's sharing now about what we're talking about. Right. The fact right. that you know he's he's. You shed shining light on those uh, young young brothers that's in the NFL right now. Right. That's standing for a certain purpose now because it's going. It's kind of making a transition from just straight entertaining. Right. And buying merchandise. Right. <laughs> like really, people really begin to focus and pay attention. Yeah. Leadership. I mean, it's one of the things that the black community has been lacking over the last maybe 20 years or so, right. uh, real black leaders in the entertainment industry, um, in the sports arena, uh, we haven't had any real leaders. You know, we haven't had a Muhammad Ali. Okay. You know, um, mm-hmm. besides uh, money being thrown around and thrown up in the air, we haven't had someone that we can all look at and be like, damn, he did that shit. Yeah, you know, and stand, stand behind him, and I like to say shit a lot, but really stand behind You hear that? The, 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 the hood coming out. You heard that, bitch? <laughs> If it's authentic, I'm cool with it. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, you know. You know, um, but that, that's one of the things, you know, we, we look for. And I, I, I especially as um, a, a young black woman in, in my field, I'm one of, like I said, one of three black women um, doing what I do, you know, working on, on automation, you know, in technology. So it's really hard. I really struggle um, to stand forward, to go out to California and speak. You know, like, they're like, oh, we want you to come to the Valley and speak. And I'm like, I'm not ready for that. You know, I, I talk hood. You know, they laugh. I'm like, oh, get a communication expert. And I'm yeah. like, but for what? I'm still going to talk like this. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, I mean, yeah, don't, yeah save your money. Save, save your money because they can't take right, that out right. of you. It, like, would be a, it would be a huge know? waste. So, you know, it, it's just, um, it, it's commendable to see somebody out here that's actually doing what you're doing, speaking how you're speaking, being humble. Um, even to be on the show, you know, um, I reach out to a lot of people um, who, you know, have names, who have history, who, you know, say, oh, well, what is your show about? And ask me 50 questions mm-hmm. before they can say, you know, oh, yeah, sure, Nina, I'll get on the show. Um, so thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you. Yeah, I was about to talk to you. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. I mean, it's always. You fit the description 
of Respect the Hustle because that's the name of the show. You know what uh, I mean? Yeah, when, you, I saw, when, you, I saw, when I saw when I had to do the drop, when I had to do the drop, I said, man, I'm, and that's the thing, too. It's, um, I always tell people, man, I said, man, I'd rather catch somebody, man, when they're on their way up there because when, when they get there, man, it's going to be hard to get to them. Like, once they get to that level, <laughs> they, 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 you know, you know yeah, it's, 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 it's like, because like, exactly think about it, think about it. Yeah, it's almost like, the people know. yeah, it's true, though. It's true. If somebody goes, hey, Ben, man, like, you know, uh, people seem to think you've changed. I said, no, it ain't that I've changed. It's that you haven't. Like, you think I do all I do to stay the same? Like, what are you talking right, about? Right. Like, I'm not. I'm, and I and I go and I go. Listen, man. I said, just know one thing about me. If I go, if my, if I take the elevator all the way to the top, it is my job to make sure it go back down. I'm gonna make sure it right. go all the way back down so somebody else to come okay. back up. I go. But the problem is this, though. I go. Um, with us, man. As black people, we always looking for a reason to pull each other down. I don't pull people down, man. I ain't, I ain't got time for that. Me pulling you down, I ain't finna do nothing for me. I say, black, I'm going to lend a hand if I can. If I can, I'm going to lend a hand. Okay. Black, I'm, a, I'm only here to lend a hand. I can't do it for you. I, I can't mm. do it all for you. I say, but I'd rather it happen to a person like me, man, because if I'm there, we there. I, I don't need much in this life, man. I mean, the platforms that I've been given, man, I utilize it to the best of my ability, but I'm going I'm to bring my people with me. And they, and they don't owe me right. nothing. When they go, man, what you, what you got, what I got to do for you, do it for the next man. Somebody did it for me. I'm just doing what was there for me. And in the process, like, think about it. And I believe this. If you good at what you do, people will respect everything else. Kevin Hart is very good at what he does. That's why we respect right. everything he does. Steve Harvey good mm-hmm. at what he does. I think if you're good at speaking about technology, but you're yourself, Everything somebody gonna say, Well, when's the book coming out? Oh, you doing this or do it? They looking forward to what's next. And a lot of times right. we ain't thought that far. And yeah. and I used to wonder <laughs> I used to wonder why do people write books? Like why people write books so so people can take you home with them. People like, Oh, I just heard a speech. Uh-huh. I wanna know more about her. And and, and I right. always remember this, man. I mean, you know, so if somebody you know, people come to me about writing books all the time and I used to wanna write a book about me, but I go, That's very selfish, dude. Like I I think I'm yeah. a cool individual, but how do I talk to the masses? I use me right. as a means to talk to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like like that. So, to reach out to everybody, you know, yeah. I, you know, yeah, so it's cool. But, no, man, I, I appreciate y'all having me. Trust me, man. Listen, I look at being some. on y'all's show, man. I, I, look at, I look at being on y'all's show as being bigger than going to people. People always being, you want to go on ABC and CNN? Like, no, nah, <laughs> not really. I mean... <laughs> Like, yeah, I'd rather, rather do this. I, I'd rather do this because I got listen. I got I got a bigger chance of meeting Mister Three Point walking through the airport than I'm gonna meet Don Lemon. So right. you know, well, I rather, like, that that very well may happen one day. So I'm just letting hey, you listen, know. Listen, 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 listen. I, I, I look forward to it happening. I look forward to it happening one day. Well, how about this? You know. From everybody in the streets radio and respect the hustle, we definitely would love for you to come to Philly one day and come hang out with the crew. You de- we definitely got some good, some good wholesome host. You know what I mean? We we got family. I got family. I got family in Philly. Okay, so when you I got family when you, in Philly, so I can come up there. When you touch down, this is you already know. Just holler at me. You know how to reach me, and you know we definitely a link up for sure. But just before we get, get let you go, I want to just um, ask you to give a little advice. I have two little cousins. Um, I don't know if you ever mm-hmm. heard of him. Ray Lari, he's doing his thing right now. Um, but mm-hmm. he's the main one. He's, you know, he's going to the NFL, no doubt. If you could give him some advice, like what would it be, you know, making that transition from college to pro ball right now? I would uh I would tell him uh, the first thing you need to get uh outside of an agent to get a financial advisor you got to talk to somebody who's used to having money he he's gonna be he's went from a have not to a have got dude so easy to get with somebody who's used to having money to help him keep the money he got and not spend all the money he got um I would tell him to be humble um and and the biggest thing is I would tell him man to do it his way you are gonna have everybody in the world telling you do it like this do it like that and do it like that do it your right. way. I mean, because that way, when you look back on it, you can say, dude, if I lost all the money I had, but I did it my way, hey, man, I'm good. Because, I mean, I was 21 years old, you know what I'm saying, with enough money to buy the bank. So I would tell him to do it his way, but I would also tell him this. You got to understand that you're going to represent the hopes and the dreams of of everybody that know you and don't know you. Learn how to say no and mean. Because, see, you can't tell everybody, yeah, and and you can't, you know, you can't change everybody's life. 
And I would tell him, man, just enjoy the ride, man. I mean, because you're doing something that most people can't even fathom. And uh, if your if your if your autograph ever, you know, if your autograph, I'm sorry, if your signature get to become an autograph one day, sign it for as many people that'll take it. Don't never tell nobody no. Never never turn down a picture because without them, there is no him. Without the people, man, we don't exist. So. Don't get too big time to say, "Hey man, I ain't got time to sign an autograph. Or I don't want to take no pictures." Nah, because you could have you could have just been another person walking this earth that nobody ever knew. But now your signature became an autograph. Sign it for whoever do it, and take pictures for whoever do it. Because, like I say, I mean, you could be the reason why somebody make it or don't make it. So you know, I would and then right. just have fun with it, man. Because I would never ever tell somebody, man, to tiptoe or walk the line. Or, nah. Have fun, man. Live it up, man. If you want to pop bottles, pop bottles. If you want to throw your money up, throw your money up. Because when it's over, it's over. Because people always, the only, listen, the only people that's going to tell you that you shouldn't have did it uh, the way you did it is the people that's jealous of your success. So just do it. Right. I mean, live it up, man. You're, you're a young man, man. I mean, listen, if you get a head start on life and somebody give you a million-dollar head start, hey, man, what would you do with a million dollars? You know what I'm saying? So enjoy mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah. Well, wow, before you go, I just want to, you know what I mean, give you a little bit of uh, of what I have. Uh, basically, you made my car collection. I got a, a, a football <laughs> car collection that I had since I, you know, my dad passed on since I've been about 14. So you definitely made my car collection, just so you know. So hopefully when you come hey, man, up here. Hey, man, I'll sign it. I'll sign it. You know, I'll get you the address. That's what I'm talking about. I can, you know, I got a couple. I can you sign it. You know? I got a couple of them. I got a couple. You know what I mean? I'll do you one even better. I'll do you one even better. You give me your you give me your address or whatever, I'll send you a whole gang of them. You, you can keep the one you got. I'll give you a whole bunch of them. I just send them. That's what's up. Cool. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do just that. So we will send the information. Absolutely. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you for coming on the show, man. We yeah, appreciate really you. Appreciate you tonight. We um, respect your hustle. We got you. <laughs> I respect y'all hustle, man. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate y'all. Appreciate. It. Thank you. Have a good night. Indeed. All right. All, all right. right. Y'all, that went. That was crazy. 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 Good feedback. Good feedback. Good feedback. I like that. I like uh, that. Thank you. Ben for being here. Thank Absolutely. You, for, you know, tuning into the show for all the great advice that he gave. Um, for really just for taking a time out with us tonight. I Absolutely. mean, like it, it's not often that someone of that caliber who's out speaking, who's retired, who's doing his thing in other levels, you know, um, call into the show and be on the show and participate. And you know, a, a regular hustler show. You yeah. Nina Capone yeah. likes to say shit a lot. Right, you know, shit the, the fuck. I'm right. calling people up like you been on my show. That's what she do though. You know, and then they like Nina, what? And I'm like, yeah, you know it's Nina from such and such, and they like, oh shit, yeah, I got them saying shit. So you know, um, thank you Ben for being here. Um, definitely appreciate you. Um, also, we want to definitely thank everybody that came out Friday night yeah. for the comedy show. Yeah. Thanks yeah. to uh, Spicy. Uh, we had. Betty, Betty Rizzo, Betty Rizzo. Betty Rizzo. Uh, they sent me some of the crazy. Stephanie, Steph. Shout out to you, Steph. Shout out to Steph. You know, um, and, uh, so they shout out to Respect the Hustle Team. Respect the Hustle Team was out there. It was out there. Um, shout out to uh, Richard Nikki. Running. Nikki was you know, out there. He definitely tagged us on a lot of shit, so y'all, y'all need right, to talk right, to right, 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 right. Okay. Um, so you know, shout out to Raymond Anthony for making it all possible. What's up, Eba? On the whole Laugh Out Loud team. Yeah. Um, it was it was a real fun situation. Yeah, it was a fun evening. Yeah. Nina Capone don't even know I got some black belt pictures. Man. What happens when I go out? I had a great time. Right. We had a great time. The drink special. The drink special. It did it to us. <laughs> that was not what did it to me. The bartender is what did it to me. Yeah, absolutely. Essentially trying to kill me. No, no, no. <laughs> she gave you what you wanted. You wanted a drink, and that's what she gave you. <laughs> you wanted a drink, you got a drink. That you know what I'm saying? So but yeah, we came came out and supported. We, we appreciate that. Everybody that come out and show love um, at the events that we um. Everybody's tuned in tonight. Um, you know what I mean? tuned in. Shout out to all the Facebook Live people. Um, we What's love up? y'all, like straight up. We love y'all. We already, bro. We already, had, we already had our special guest. Great interview, somebody. <laughs> yeah, he like, what we talking about tonight? We respect the hustle. We respect the hustle. We on time at like, nine, and we off at ten. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they like, damn, they only respect the hustle. They don't respect nobody. They don't respect everybody. Hustle. You know what I mean? So cheers to everybody that's out there. You right. Know, we Mad respect. respect y'all. 
Um, next week we got Bandit the Rapper on. We're gonna address. Uh, we're gonna be talking about a lot of different little categories with him. Um, we're also gonna be talking about his support for sickle cell anemia okay. and why he supported. Um, I know his background. I, you know, I asked him to be on the show to share with you guys. That's dope. So I think it's gonna be dope. Definitely tune in next Tuesday, 9 p.m. You already know he's gonna be here live in person. You know, he got a bunch of cartoon characters and stuff all over him. I'm gonna talk shit. So, um, don't she always, you know, what I'm saying? definitely going to come at his neck. So definitely, you know, tune in. That's going to be a great show. He's got a hell of a personality. I go ham on him. I will have no mercy. I promise you. Um, but we definitely going to talk about a serious topic, a sickle cell. Um, and you know, it's, it's serious. So definitely stay tuned. It's a lot of information that he's going to share. It's a lot of things that you guys need to know. Um, he's no doctor. So that's the hint. So definitely tune in next Tuesday, 9 p.m. in the streets radio. 9 p.m. DJ Million. I want to know what y'all doing right now. Take your picture, hashtag us at Industries Radio, and post it on Instagram. Give us the finger, curse us out, do a quick video. You heard that, e Black? Give us the finger. Do whatever you want to do. <laughs> hashtag Industries Radio or respect the Hustle Network and post it on Instagram. It'll post right to our website within 15 minutes and we can see it. I love to go through and see what y'all doing. See what y'all talking about. Y'all want to right. send me a message. The best way to get it to us is Respect the Hustle Network. That's Respect the Hustle Network. All one word is hashtag it. Hashtag okay. us on um, Facebook or In- on, Instagram. on Instagram. And it will reach our we'll reach it. We'll know. we'll be able to respond back to you. So, Woo. thank y'all for tuning in. Look, 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 she need a drink now. Yeah, yeah. Shout outs to Erica. DJ Millions is late, you know what I mean? We about to go off the air, so Definitely just go back and just look at it, bro. It's okay. Uh, Jay, you want to play a song real quick? Jay over here. He, he going to take us out with a song. He want to hear something sexy. I know, because Jay, Jay being He might day. got a hot day tonight. I know. Jay, Jay, Jay might got a hot day. You know what I mean? He might get about to work, bro. Do something straight, but a little scary. You know what I mean? Make him holler for a dollar. You know what I mean? Jay King. Jay Kizzle. In the building. You already know. So peace and blessings, everybody. We're going to end the you night like this. Okay. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. You, you're in control over there. You got, you got this under control. Yeah, we're going to take some Shout out to Reed Dallas. Y'all already know. Well, man, alive. We thank everybody for tuning in. Until next, next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Absolutely. With Bandit the Rapper. Y'all see the promo will go up tonight. Actually, the promo should have already went up. Automation. Hey. Sometimes I just put my headphones on. Turn my music up. Turn the world down. Taylor B. Let's get back to this real music, that real life, that street shit, we still do it. Pistol packing, green puffing, and krill moving. Almost 15 and it still ain't get the deal moving. I want to get my family out of Section 8, but stuck. Should I invest in this music or some extra weight? All I ever had was my mans, a rap book, nice gat, some souls out the Koran. These niggas out here tripping, gotta watch your step Play them close, never know your right, know about your left Your past is a bitch, you gotta watch your ex That bitch will chase you down till you're out of breath But we gon' keep on climbing until we out of steps You are my highest high, I gotta confess All I ever had when times was a mess Just a pen in this book, we strive for the best Yes
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.